Last week, I was rambling on about my problems with smartphone brands. So let's change it up. This week, I'm going to talk about one good thing about every smartphone brand. So every smartphone brand I talk about, I'll say one good thing. Let's go! Welcome to Techie Speak, an utterly techie podcast hosted by Julian CB. That's me. On this podcast, I tackle various tech topics, no matter how tame or spicy they get. Catch new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, sorry if this got up a little bit later than usual. I was busy at work and just recording this and putting it up was a challenge. But like I said, I want to record on the weekends. So here's hoping I get to uh, gather some ideas and record them after doing some research and then recording them in bulk. I hope so (laughs) because I really want to keep a pile of them so that I have a pretty sizable gap between my recorded and scheduled episodes and the the ones that come out. So until then, this is what I have to deal with. As I mentioned up top, this week is all about tackling one good thing about every smartphone brand. Unlike last week where I went into a ramble and it took an hour basically for me to talk about all of it, this... This one's probably going to be shorter than usual because it's just one thing, just one good thing about every smartphone brand and telling you why I think that's the good thing I picked. At least that's what I've thought of. So here we go. Every good thing about the smartphone brands. First up, I'm just going to do it in the same order I did last week because it's a pain in the butt to rearrange. And... My two disclaimers, uh, last week, I only recorded like, let's say, 17. So I didn't say all the smartphone brands ever existed. But yeah, I did mention 17. So I will be mentioning the same 17, at least. And my perspective is with the mindset or the context of the global and the Philippine context because there are some aspects that are good even here in the Philippines. So without further ado, let's begin with, again, let's start with Apple. And the best, the one good thing about Apple is its ecosystem and it's been the one reason why I could never switch to another phone brand. Like, I could have two phones. Like, I've already accepted the fact that I'll be carrying two phones. But having an Android as my main phone is becoming more and more impossible for me. Because I I love the Apple ecosystem. I mean, not everything. This isn't, the, this isn't the bad part. Like, I don't love everything about the ecosystem. But just having it work as it is, is a technological miracle like i wouldn't think of this like 15 years ago so things like that fun 
the way you can just copy paste between your laptop and your phone and vice versa and all those stuff like uh, having your screen just wirelessly sync to your TV if you have an Apple TV so stuff like that I'm I continue to be amazed let's just hope Apple still has more of that magic in the years to come next up Google and their pixel phones as much as I rag on them about their availability and that's mostly what I mentioned last week but I really appreciate Google's attention to have the pixel be a smart smartphone because up until now smartphones are basically oh I can do a lot of things more than just call and text I can do social media I can take photos I can record videos upload them even to YouTube or something like that but with Google especially with the AI stuff they've been doing in their phones not necessarily the chat GPT kind of AI that's another discussion that I might want to tackle next week or something like that future episode but yeah uh, camera tricks that Google seems to nail with their AI like magic eraser Ooh, that's that could really come in handy too bad I don't have a Google One subscription to take advantage of that even on an iPhone so or any other Android phone. But I just don't see myself getting one. But I'm amazed that Google managed to find practical applications of AI that's not just a chatbot. Because basically what we have now, like what we're talking about, AI, wow. We've had AI for a while. It's just that they aren't as obvious as the chatbot thing. So that's my thing. That's the one good thing about Google. Next is Oppo. The one thing I'm really impressed with Oppo is their, their VOOC, or now we're just calling everything Super VOOC, even though the speeds are varying. So their Super VOOC fast charging technology, it's been around for... I don't know, almost a decade or a decade already. And it's it's basically nice to see Oppo innovating on their fast charging, even now with a 240 watt fast charging. Yes, even though it came out with another phone from another brand, which if you've listened to the return episode this year, then you'd know what I'm referring to. But yeah, Oppo pioneered the technology and basically made fast charging a good thing. Like, it's a viable feature that most people can take advantage of. Like, there would be situations where you really need to charge, but you only have a short amount of time. So, having that peace of mind is nice. Next up is OnePlus and... For all my worries about OnePlus losing its identity because they basically merged with Oppo and they're just the Western Oppo, I applaud them for continuing to stick to their fast and smooth mantra, which now carries over to ColorOS thanks to that merging. So I attribute that fast and smooth experience to OnePlus getting into that Oppo uh, technology stack. So 
that experience carries over to Oppo phones. That's nice. And I'm glad that OnePlus continues to stick to it even though it's not really... Uh, it can't be a selling point anymore because most phones these days, unless you're in the basically entry level, they're mostly fast and smooth now. So I don't think it's a proper advantage, but it's nice that they continue to stick to it. And aside, a, a little good thing that they finally have proper Philippine releases. Unlike before, which we just get it from Digital Walker, like years past. Now we have it from, uh, we have OnePlus Philippines. That's not something I've heard until la- late last year. Next is Realme, and I'm not gonna mention their number one status because that's not what's good about them. The one thing I can really say about Realme is how they manage to continue to innovate on phone designs. I know all phones do that, but for some reason, Realme manages to shine in that department more than others. Like, I've seen uh, f- designs from other brands like, uh, they, it's basically a deviation. I mean, to be fair, all phones have designs that deviate from another phone and something like that. But Realme is the one that really stands out in terms of trying new stuff for phone design. Like the GT2 Pro with a paper-like feel. So that's that was really unique. And I hope Realme continues to innovate on materials and design of their phones. And not just like the look only, but like the design, like like the one here, the C55 with this sun shower design. It's it's nice. It's nice to see Realme continue to innovate at that department. Next up, it's Vivo. And the one thing I could really think of when I think of Vivo is that they keep innovating in terms of the technology they're using. Like... Uh, yes, they also innovate in their designs in a way with a photochromic back we've seen in the V25 and then the V27 also has it. Then another thing that I applaud them is their partnership with Zeiss. So it's not just, oh, let's slap a brand on there. So they use Zeiss optics. They even use the T-star coating on the glass. So it makes photos significantly better because you don't see those glare, the usual glare or the reflection on the photo at night. It usually shows up at night. And it's nice to see a smartphone brand use that technology to make smartphone photos better. Speaking of cameras, next up is Xiaomi, who got the Leica partnership after what happened with Huawei. I'm not going to get into that. But... So far, I think Xiaomi's really taking advantage of this Leica partnership in a way with the Xiaomi 12s Ultra, the concept where you can put an attachable lens. That was nuts because I don't I don't see that like the last time I've seen a similar kind of thing was like I think it's a, when you see a phone that looks like a camera, it's like a camera first then phone second like the last few times i've seen that is the nokia pure view the lumi yeah it's a pure view phones then samsung's galaxy camera if you remember that thing 
Galaxy camera. It's nuts. <laughs> so I'm amazed that Xiaomi continues to innovate and they're about to launch the 13 Ultra. Next up is Samsung. I used to hate Samsung back in the day. Like when I started using an iPhone, I hated Samsung. The software sucked back then. The hardware, hardware was flimsy. Android was weird. But now, I actually like Samsung. They're like one of the only two brands that managed to earn money from making phones. And what I appreciate about them this time around is their software update support. They actually beat Google, of all people, in supporting software updates. So, if I'm not mistaken, Google has three years of OS updates and five years of security updates. Samsung just beat them by offering four years of OS updates and five years of security updates. I think other phone makers followed suit, but... Samsung is the significant one since they did it like what two years ago It's crazy that of all the phone makers. It's Samsung that does it Next Huawei For all the trouble that Huawei went through the past I'd say almost four years. I'm surprised that they're still standing and they're still bringing out some insane camera prowess even though they are not partnered with Leica anymore they somehow still continue to get better with their X-Mage technology so it's amazing like I've seen the Mate 50 Pro photos and then I've seen the photos from other uh, tech creators, tech journalists who went to China for the Huawei P60 series launch there. So it was fun. It was nice to see that Huawei still has the chops in terms of their cameras. I'm not sure with everything else, but it's the good things with episodes. So I'm not gonna rag on them about that. I already did last week. Next, Honor and what amazes me about Honor is how aggressive their rollout is. They just came back last year, like August, September, and already they've had around almost 10 phones. So the Honor 70, the Honor X6, 7, 8, 9. Then they have the X9A. Then they have the Magic 4 Pro. Then they have the X8A and the X7A. So that's what? So pretty much almost 10 phones and then they still have their two new laptops the magic book x 14 and 15 then they have the their tablet the honor pad so that's a lot of products for a brand that just returned so good job it's it's nuts like i have another viable option if i need to recommend a product next uh, ZTE, I have little to say here since they just came back like earlier this year. But I'm just glad they're back. I'm just glad we have one more competitor in the Philippine smartphone market who even has a gaming phone. So it's not just Asus. And then I've heard that Lenovo Legion is going away after three years. Couldn't make it work, I guess. So 
glad to see ZTE here. And with ZTE, we now have another gaming phone in the Red Magic series. So, looking forward to that. Next is nothing. And despite the name, they have they had a lot to show off. Their design is really nice. I, I One of the things I really liked about the Ear One was its design. The clear case, the clear-ish earphones. Those are unique design. And I'm glad they kept the design for the Ear Two and made it slightly smaller. I have to see if that's the case since I don't have one. I don't have the Ear One with me anymore and I might be getting an Ear Two, but not in the near future. Next is Cherry Mobile. Again, not much to say here. They're just another option. Like, I'm glad there's, there's another option and it's a local brand that's known by people because they've been here for also a decade at least. Like, the brand itself. So, I'm happy that there's another affordable option in the market. Even if there are some things about that. But again, this is the Good Things episode, so I'm not going to rag on them about that. The final four may be kind of fast because these are not, these are good things, but they're not big things for me. So let's go. Motorola's clean software experience. I'm glad that they just went with the clean software route and not fill it with too much bloat. But then again, uh, those with Android skins are starting to clean up their app as well. So it's a, it's a minor good thing, but it's not going to be their selling point. Uh, Nokia, whose phones are made by HMD Global, although I did say last week that sustainability can't just be a selling point because not everybody is going to buy into it. If you have a really good quality phone in the first place, it's going to last you a long time regardless. But it's nice that they're making it a big deal. It's nice for the environment. They use recycled materials. They have that clean software experience again because they're using clean Android, not their own skin. Then their software update support is... Their track record is not as good, but they have three years of software updates for some phones. So that's a, that's a step in the right direction. And for the last two, it's Techno and Infinix. They're basically part of the Transition Group, in case I didn't mention this last week. But this group is really known for bringing on the bang for buck conversation. It's like between Techno, Infinix, and Xiaomi. Although that the arguments could be, you know, in favor of one or the other. But basically, Techno and Infinix really offers that good hardware like you get good hardware for a very affordable price and it's really amazing that they still manage to somehow get better because you would think that oh the margins on this are gonna probably suck because they just i don't know how they're selling at cost or are they losing money on this i'm not sure but i'm just glad that Consumers have options where you get really good smartphone hardware at an affordable price. It's it's a good deal. So that's it for 
the good things I could say about these 17 smartphone brands. Don't worry, I'm not gonna connect this to another topic next week. It'll be another topic. I just wanted to try this out. What do you think about this? Do you think this is something I could continue where I do a good thing and a bad thing about a certain topic? Let me know. Let me know on social media. That's utterly tacky. Until next time, bye! Thanks for listening to this episode of Techie Speak. Check out utterlytechie.com to discover more of the techie life through tech news, reviews, and opinions. Follow us on social media at utterlytechie on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next week!